Welcome to Not In My Real Estate with me, uh, National Core. In this episode, we want to discuss about yet another emotive issue on uh, real estate and construction, and that is land buying uh, and the process of due diligence. I want to take you through uh, the things that I believe you need to check before you buy land in this country. I'll, I'll walk you through that step in the areas that uh, I believe you must check first because, I mean, even this week we alone, we, uh, last week we've had issues on people that have been conned with, with, on land issues and there have been so many instances that Kenyans have lost money while buying land. So I want to take you that process on how do you do your own diligence. Whatever I'll discuss to you, you can do it yourself. You don't need, need a lawyer. It's something you can do if, yourself if you have the time. And walk through the and, and and check for yourself. Do your own due diligence on land purchase. But before we get into that, I, I just want to uh, let you know that my second book is out. Uh, the abnormal students. Uh, the launch is set for this week on twentieth. That's on Friday at University of Nairobi. I, I look forward to the launch of, of this book. It's an amazing book. Uh, we'll be launching it at the University of Nairobi. Uh, it goes for 800 shillings if you have time. Uh, it will be on the bookshops after the launch. But the entry to the launch is free. You're most welcome. You can, you can attend. Um, now, what, what, what due diligence do you need to do? I mean, as a lay, as a lay person, uh, and I'm going to walk to you, this is something you don't need a lawyer to do. As a lay person, what are the areas you need to check before buying land? That's what I want to take you through. Um, now, I know you know about a search, but let me say this, due diligence on land is not a search at land's office. Due diligence on land is not a search at land's office. That we used to do 15-20 years ago and it used to work perfectly. But the crooks that are in this business of conning Kenyans have upped their game. So must we. I know there will be a point in time when we will not do some of these things. But right now, this is our only choice if we're going to do some of these things. I took you through the process of buying a house. In depth, and the areas you need to check before you buy a house. I took you through the seven critical areas you must check before buying a house. Check, check those episodes. There are three episodes on that area. Listen to them carefully. The process, the seven critical areas you must go through before you buy a house. All right? You can also get my book, Don't Buy That House. It's on Nuria and uh, Rafu Bookstop or get in touch with us. we we'll get your copy. Go through that book for buying a house. Now, let's go through land. What are the areas you have to check before buying land? And as I said, please, the area of, area of telling your lawyer, please do a search on the land. Uh, let's get a search and that is it. Or oh, the land is fine. Let's buy. That area is passed. That used to work 15, 20 years ago. Right now, our grid has really matured. The people that are in this game of conning Kenyans have upped their game immeasurably. So must you in your area of being vigilant. All right? So yes, a search is important. And I'm not saying don't do a search. You have to do a search. And I always say, uh, <laughs> do a random search. This thing of, of telling the seller that we are going to do a search, on Monday we'll do a search. Trust me. I have been on. I have seen land where, and it sounds like a movie where those documents can be swapped at lands on that very day of the search. Uh, you you 
in your good intentions announced how you're going to do a search on a Monday. And this guy is you know, coming on Monday. And I've seen incidents where the documents are swapped to favor the person they want to come out of the search on that very day. And after the search is done, they return the original copies. Those things are being done in this country. So my first advice, do a random search. Tell your lawyer or, or whatever it is, or yourself. You can do a search yourself. Actually, there's nothing barring you. Pay, go pay the fees and do the search. But do a random search. Do even two searches. There's nothing wrong. You're spending millions on land. I mean, how much is a search? Just do one search and do another if, 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 you, if you have any doubts. But do it randomly. You must do a random, a random search at last. Don't give this. Don't assume everyone is good. Yeah? Take precautions. Do your random search at your own time, at your own day, and then get the search results. But that is not the only due diligence on land. As I've said, due diligence on land is not a search at land's office. We are past that era. And Kenyans must realize that we are past the era of only doing a search at lands and you feel you have satisfied the exercise of due diligence. You haven't. This is 2023, guys. Alright? Now, so, do a search. I'm not saying don't do a search. Do a search. Do a search. My, my advice, do a random search. You could even do two searches. Just pay the fees. Do two searches or give someone else to do it on your behalf. Two different people do search. Get the results. Tick that box. Number two is there's an exercise that I really would like you to, to look into. And that is at the county level, which is very important. Especially for you're buying land in the, in the municipalities, in the cities of Nairobi, Mombasa, and, the, and big towns. This exercise is very imperative for you. All right, all, all the satellite towns around Nairobi, the Kajiado, Machakos, the Kiambus. Again, this is very imperative for you. There's a there's a diligence you must do at the county, and in this part, you're going to check at land rates. So, National has told you is the owner of this land. That this land belongs to National. You've done your search at at, at lands. Let's say it's it came at National. So you've ticked that, right? Or probably you could do when there's no order, you could start with this one of checking rates. And when you go to the county, you want to find out who has been paying rates. That's the most important. Who has been paying the land rates? Because if national has, has been the owner of this land, the national should be paying land rates. Or, or companies affiliated to national should be paying land rates or whatever it is. The person paying land rates should be nation or someone representing nation. Company related to nation. You want to establish who has been paying land rates. That will give you a hint on who, who could be the owner. Who could be the owner. Very imperative. So, go to the county and, 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 and check on, on who has been paying land rates. Yeah? Also, also just check on the land. I mean, I'll give you this example. One time, what, four or five years ago, I was involved in a project in, 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 in uh, Kisauni, Mombasa. And, and in Mombasa, we were involved. We were supposed to do some development on this piece of land. So we started with the boundary wall. 
in Kisauni. So I was a project manager for that project. So we started boundary wall. So so one time um, we went to do so so this land was recently acquired by this client from uh, another client. So he bought the land. So they wanted to do certain uh, housing development in that land. So said, look, let's it was open. Actually, part of it was a dam site. Yeah. So let's let's do a boundary wall around the plot. And uh, we started doing boundary wall around the plot. When we began the process, the county came and did a road in the middle of the land. Actually, dividing the land right into two. They did a, a not a they did a tarmac road in the middle of the land. Of the land. And 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 we queried. I mean, why are you doing a road passing through our land? That was the question we had. And they said, no, this land was subdivided. This land was subdivided by the previous. But actually, they didn't know the owner has changed. They said this land in our records is, is subdivided. So this road is part of the planning of this land, and we've come to do the road. And they said, no, this land is not subdivided. They said, yes, we do. This land is subdivided, and they gave us the subdivision scheme of the land from the county, because you realize land subdivision is done in two in two stages. There's a, you first do it at the county level for developments, and then it moves to land. So the previous developer. The previous owner had attempted to do subdivision of the land and he had completed the process at, at, at county level. So he did subdivision up to the county level and completed that process. However, he didn't proceed to the Ministry of Lands to, to complete the subdivision process so that the titles could come out, the deeds, the titles of the union plus would come out. So he stopped at the county level. Now, at the county level, this land stood subdivided. And the county had done a lot of uh, planning around this subdivision of the whole area. But if you did a search of the land, this land was still one, under one name. So it's important to, actually when you're doing these large pieces of land, it's important to go to the county and just verify that this land is not subdivided. Check on the land rates, who is paying the land rates. Check on whether there could be a subdivision on the land, especially for the big parcels of land. Probably it will not fit for the small parcels because it's tricky, but I mean, just check that box. Check that the land at the county is still not subdivided. I've been on lands where at the county level the process is complete. And the, 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 the buyer, the seller sold the land. He, he didn't disclose that he had subdivided the land at the county and didn't proceed to lands. So, due diligence at the county is very imperative. Who is paying land rates? Is the land subdivided? Go and check those key issues at the county level. Number three, if again this is for plots that are around uh, towns, uh, uh, the town metropolis uh, areas, the satellite towns, cities, municipalities. Again, just check uh, probably on the utility bills. If there's a house there, if there's a, a water meter, if there's a power meter. I mean, just tick that box and check on utility bills. If there's a water meter who's paying for the water, who has been paying for the water, was there a tenant there? Yeah, and, and this will give you more hints into probably if the land has a, a tenant who has been paying the utility bills, you, when you talk to the tenant, they will tell you the owner of the land appropriately, who could be the real owner because who would have dealt with them. But what, what do I mean? Just, just check on the utility bills. Who is paying the utility bills? Who is paying the power bills? 
of that land? Who is paying the water base? If there is, this one you check if there is. If, if there is none, this part of due diligence is not there. But if there is, please check on who is paying any utility bills at the moment. If there's, a, if there's a house on that land, if there's a business on that land, if there's whatever it is on that land, probably there are utility bills to be paid. Who is paying them? Is it the owner? Is it the tenant? If the tenant, yes, could you prove from the tenant who is the real owner? The, how long have they been on that land? How long have they rented that property? Who is the owner in their view? Is it, is it the same person that you are you met? Very, very imperative discussion that you must, very imperative step that you must take before buying that. Check on who is paying utility bills of this property. You have to. Yeah? Because, as I said, if, if this land is, is absolutely vacant, it's somewhere where in Narok, for example, flat, whatever, in the Bunduk somewhere, then no, doesn't, this part of the religion doesn't. But if you're going to buy land around the, the, the cities, the metropolis of cities, it is imperative to check on the utility bills. Who is paying the utility bills? So check on the water meter. Is there a water meter? Is there a power meter? I, I mean, some of these things you could even go to. <laughs> who, is it, who is it registered to? The meter is. Yeah? This will give you hints. Who is the meter registered to? The, the water meter. Who is the power meter registered to? And any other utility bills that could give you a hint on how you need to do this thing. So it's very imperative that you, dev, you, you, you dig deep into the utility bills. Now, let's go to the third one. And on this part, this part will more, it, it applies in town as well. Because I personally use it in town. I've used this one in town. Talk to the administration. Talk to your chief, your season chiefs. Your, if you're buying land somewhere in the villages, your village elders. I mean, in every part of this country, there's a chief, a son chief, a village elder. In fact, don't even go past a chief. Those two will give you uh, details that no, that land's office will not give you. They'll give you history of the land. And if there are problems, they'll give you the, the problems up that you're going to face. Yeah? One time we were, we, we were, we were having a discussions on, 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 on doing some some development so we, we started doing our due diligence and uh, i remember when we reached this part of we went to talk and it's here in nairobi actually it's, it's, it's here in nairobi when we went to talk to the chief the chief gave us a revelation that we didn't know because it was a family and the chief said listen there is a there is there's this this the person you're dealing with has a different wife as well so you know discussions you need to have Please consider having the second wife as well. I mean, that we didn't have when we understand the process. We knew this all through the discussions we were having was with the guy and the and the wife. But there was another family behind the scenes. And they told her, no, in discussions you must have that family as well. Otherwise, there will be problems. I mean, that kind of information you will not get from 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 a search. And actually, had we proceeded the way we were. The other family would have straight moved to court or whatever it is to stop whatever process we're going to do. And we, we, there was no way of, of, of finding out whether there was a second. The chief actually gave us that information. So take your time and talk. To, go to the local chief's office. The local assistant chief, the village elder, every part of, every part of this country. 
as these people, the local administration, they will give you insights on that land. Yeah, they will give you invaluable information on a property that no one else will. That is a key due diligence that you must do. Local chiefs like in villages have histories of land. You know, sometimes I found people buying land in villages and, and they overlook the village elder. Completely. Because of that, no, I come from town, I don't want to talk to local people. And you buy land that actually have been sold to three other people. And these things are happening. And then you blame yourselves for losing, I mean, whatever money you've lost. Rather than just walk into the chief's office and, and explain yourself that we want to purchase this land. What is in their view? What is their opinion on the land? Who is the owner? The chiefs have almost every information on lands and so many other things that you're going to learn from. So do not ignore the local administration. Even if you're buying land in the most prime parts of this town, please walk into the local chief's office. They have history. They have gold information that you need before buying property. Yeah, If that property is genuine, they'll tell you this is the owner of the property. Or they'll tell you this property has been sold to three other people. This property is in, is in dispute. This property is, is in court. This property is in family dispute. Don't get involved. And then you just walk away. Just walk away. So visit your local chief. Get the local administration. Even whether, and I insist, whether that property is in Nairobi or in the village, go to the local chief. And because sometimes we tend to ignore, oh, I'm buying a house in Parkland. Parkland is the chief. Parkland is the chief. Westland is the chief. Or assistant chief, they are there. Yeah, just like in our villages, these people exist in every locality. So do your diligence with the local administration. With the village elder if possible. With the chief, with the, as I said, don't go past the chief. They uh, past the chief; those guys may not have more information. But the chief downwards, those those leaders at that at that local level, will give you proper information. Do due diligence on that. The property that you're being sold for, does it exist? The person selling that property, do they own it? You will not be conned, guys. You will not be conned on land if you do these basic things. These basic things. And, and this, these things are, are, are mentioned. Doing a search, government office, it's your right. Uh, you pay a fee. Going to the county, county is, is there to serve you. Whatever fee you need, you sometimes even don't need to pay a fee. You, you save you. Even if the fee is very small, do the, uh, the search at the county. Get the invoice for the land rates. Whose name does this come out to? Go to the local chief. Again, people are supposed to serve you. These are people the government has put for us. They are there for our benefit. Talk to the chief. Explain what you want to do. Do they have history of that land? What is their take on that land? Very, very important things that really will give you substantial views on property. Now, if you want to do... Again, the, the last part of the thing you talk about is survey. And uh, again, you cannot take a buyer's word for it. You cannot. Please don't. I've been on I've seen land where the size on title is different from what's on the ground. You, you're going to be left with the land in dispute. The neighbor crouched a quarter of it or whatever part the neighbor crouched. It's going to be left for you after you are gone. Before you pay for land 
Please survey the land. Survey the land. For heaven's sake, get a surveyor and survey the land. Tell the buyer, we want to survey the land. We are okay with the price. We have agreed the details. But please, allow us to verify that the size is one acre. As you've said, yes, it's a title. Please, we are not yet there as a country. In serious democracies, yes, the titles area will, will definitely uh, relate with us on the ground. In Kenya, we say, Kwa ground, we don't need to vote. So you must do survey. Go and survey. Get a surveyor survey. And, 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 and let me do something. Sometimes when you get a surveyor, you can also know who is the real owner. Because if you survey land that this person was cheating you on, the real owner will show up. <laughs> That's how these things sometimes really help. Yeah? You will start surveying the land and someone else come and say, no, why are you surveying my land? Those things have happened before. There are places where you've been sold for community land. You start surveying, the whole community comes up and tells you, no, this is community land. Do survey before you pay. Don't pay even the deposit before you survey. What are you surveying? What are you paying for? For heaven's sake. We were on a project sometimes back, early on in my career, where we had finished designs. We went to set out the building and a quarter of the building was in the neighbor. The plot had been crushed substantially. The land was less by, by almost a quarter. These things are happening. So before you pay for land, tell the seller we are okay. Allow us now to confirm the beacons and confirm the land size. It's a most basic ask you could do to yourself so that if you are told this land is two acres, yes, it's on the title two acres and on the ground it's also two acres and there are no encroachments. I've, been, I've seen land where they didn't survey while they're buying. It was sold as that and then they realized it was an encroachment and to date there's a fight on the boundary. The person sold for the, who sold the land long disappeared. This is happening. They sound so basic but there are just too many Kenyans that buy land without survey. They do a search and the search comes out with the nation's name and the, and the title says one acre, they take the buyer's word for it, the seller's word for it, and they buy the land. Yeah? Then they go to the ground and it is three quarter or it is three point something. There is a part that is missing. Or you realize that it's on road reserve. A part of it is on road reserve. You will know those things when you begin to survey land. So do survey of land. Do survey of land. Do beacon identifications of that land. It doesn't matter the size. Whether you're buying a 16th or 8, confirm that the beacons are right. There's no encroachment on that land. The size is okay. Get a surveyor, do that part. Then you can say, okay, I want to pay. Everything has ticked. Everything is ticked. And in all these processes, these boxes must all be ticked. The search must come up in the correct name. In, when you're buying land, those things, there is everything must tick. The land size must be the same according to survey. Alright? The utility bills must marry. If they're in a tenant's name, the tenants must tell you who this is the owner. The land is the same. So this person X name must tick in all these boxes. From lands to all your the chief must tell you this is the real owner. The owner is so and so. This, that land in our view has no problem tick those boxes at least tick those boxes even if you're going to be caught and I'm, I'm not giving you a full pool process but at least you, you know actually I tried my level best 
Very imperative. It's, it's way too easy for Kenyans being conned on land. It's way too easy. We made it so easy for people to con land. I've always said, please, you're buying land, you must visit the site. Site visits is mandatory. Don't buy land on paper. Don't buy land on paper. And, and, and don't do these things where they tell you the site visit is on this Saturday. They'll manage that site visit. Go randomly. Drive on yourself. Don't tell them you're going. Go randomly on that place. Talk to the local people there. The shopkeeper around, the border border guys. Talk to them. Who owns the land? They'll give you the stories. They'll tell you. Don't go to when there's an oh, open day visit. We're going to see the plots. The picky people at Kencom. Everyone is going. You'll be fooled. Everything there is going to be staged and managed all through. Go randomly yourself and see that land for yourself. Carry out the site visit yourself and then get your own information on that land. And the same thing as going to property. Alright? Don't make it too easy for someone to walk in and walk out with your money like you did in school. And a number of times the people that have been called in this land process are very well schooled people. What's wrong with us as Kenyans? What's our problem? You're making it too easy for people to walk out with their money. Please go through this process I've, I've mentioned. Do a search, 100%. And that's what most lawyers know. So on this part, don't just rely on a lawyer. If the lawyer doesn't want to do outside due diligence, please come. We'll do for you more due diligence on your land. Because I know most lawyers will do, will do a search. That's all. We'll do a search. Yeah? There are no angels anymore in this country. Yes, there are people that are genuine, but how will you know? There's, not, there's nothing written on their chest that I'm, I'm genuine. They are there. But assume everyone is a suspect on lands. Go deeper. Visit the county. Check the utility bills. Go down to that side, whatever it is. Drive yourself. See it for yourself. Talk to people around. Talk to the local chief, the assistant chief. Talk to everyone. Get proper due diligence on that land. When you pay your deposit or your money that you paid for the land, you are certain that the boxes have ticked for you. If you don't do this process, whether you're buying land in the village, there are certain things that will not apply, but this process is the same, whether you're buying it in the town. As I said, the key thing, your searches needs to be random. Your certificates must be random. This thing of advertising for people, they're going to do a search at lands, they will manage it with the lands people. People are... <laughs> There are a lot of people that are not genuine in this country. There are a lot of crooks, even in those government offices, they are there. Documents will be, will be changed on that day you're doing a search. So do it randomly. Very important. So that is the process for due diligence. It's no longer a search. As I've said, due diligence on lands is not a search at land office. That used to work 10, 15 years ago. You can't do it now. Thank you very much.